Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Alright guys, welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, your automotive host with the most. In the studio as always, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hour's financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. What's going on out in Russell, Iowa? Shout out to our buddy Jeff Morrison, man. Stay safe out there on the roads. Thanks for listening. That's right. Truck driving, man. That's it. I'm telling you, we got the truckers on our side now. We do, man. It's like, we We've got some awesome truckers. It's like, it's like, like all of a sudden, I hear what's that? C.W. McCausland on convoy. It's a dark moon in six June. They're the most unappreciated, underappreciated, rather profession in the United States. I want to tell you something. Without them trucks, we ain't got nothing. Yeah, nothing's going down. Nope. Then of course we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours legal counsel slash all around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? How's y'all's week been? Eh, you know, just chilling. You know, you ducking know. and diving, stone chilling, <laughs> ducking and diving. <laughs> Story of my life. I feel like I feel like I've been hit at, and missed, and well, I can't say that on the radio and hit, but you know what I'm saying. The, uh, you know what? I bought something random this week. Like I'm a Chevrolet guy. Everybody knows that. I love you. Cut me, and I bleed C4 Corvettes. <laughs> they just pop out of your veins. <laughs> C4 Corvettes everywhere. <laughs> and, and like, like you would think I sleep in a C4 Corvette bed at night. You know, like, I'm that guy. That'd be cool. Actually, that would be killer. <laughs> Don't give me ideas. Get a bumper and use it as a headboard. That would be pretty cool. I'm, I'm telling. Hey, now. Hey, I know a guy that could build that. So, I was playing around on Craigslist, originally looking for a mate for the professor. <laughs> I don't think they do that anymore. They stopped that. Uh, no, there's How do you know site. so much about it there, Kobe? Richard was telling me that. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of new other sites uh, that have kind of picked up the slack. <clears throat> so anyway, I was on Craigslist, and I, I do. Whenever I'm on hold, I'm at the shop, or, you know, just killing time. You know, if, if I'm talking to somebody or something like that, and they're talking to me, and I'm pretending I'm listening, I'm playing on Craigslist or Marketplace looking at cars for sale. That's what I do. I was scrolling through. This was Monday. I was scrolling through, and I saw it. And this is typically something that wouldn't raise an eyebrow. I saw a Ford F-150, a 93 Ford F-150. And I was like, but not a normal F-150. See, I mean, a normal F-150, if it was just a Paul Paul truck, I'd have kept scrolling. Now, if that was an OBS truck, I'd have stopped click. And bought it. Yeah. The, uh... But it's the F-150. It's the ultimate F-150, probably. Probably the hottest F-150 ever made. It's the coolest one, I think. By far. It is a Ford Lightning. And, and you know what? I'm kind of excited about it. It's a cool truck, man. And you know, you know, back when I did my YouTube VinWiki video about the uh, top, tw- or top 10 collector cars under 20 grand that are getting uber collectible. The Lightnings are right there with the OBS trucks. The Ford trucks, not so, so much with the OBS Chevrolet trucks. But your 454 SSs, 
and the lightnings have gone out of sight. Mm-hmm. And so I did a search, and I bought this truck for a very good price. And, uh, you know, I did a search on Auto Tempest, and that's a very cool site because you can literally check the entire country for automobiles. And you can look up every lightning truck, which they only made them three, four, five for the first year. For the first year, yeah. And so 93, 94, 95. All three of them, there's a double handful across the country for sale, which they didn't make a whole lot of them anyway every year. No, they didn't. Um, I bought the cheapest one in the country from what I can find. I feel like I feel like old Hoovy. I bought the cheapest Lightning in the country. I think your luck in general is probably a little better than his. Yeah, mine runs. Yeah, yeah, and it's probably going to keep running. Yeah, that's a... Uh, but you know, that's... There's a little difference between I bought the cheapest F-150 Lightning and I bought the chief, uh, cheapest uh, Rolls-Royce Phantom. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so this truck, and, it, and it's not perfect by any stretch. And, and, and you're going to have to stay tuned for the details. This is going to be part of my new YouTube series, this truck is. And I think it's going to be a good one. Um, definitely got a great story. And I think that's what sold me on it more than the truck. But, you know, that got me thinking. About all these 90s cars. At least, how many times do you think a week, Kobe? Three times, four times a week, Professor pops online. Hey, did you see Bring a Trailer? No, because I don't watch Bring a Trailer. You should. I don't watch Bring a Trailer either. I keep forgetting about it, really. But how, I how watch can a lot you of with the, him around? I it's, know, but I watch a lot of the other you know, car sites and all that stuff. And all that I work 9 to 5, and I probably spend a good 5, 6 hours of my work day on Bring a Trailer. <laughs> Uh, with maybe an hour and a half, two hours of actual work done daily. And I put a lunch break in there, too. Yeah, sometimes. So please, boss man, don't be listening. Yeah, no, really. trust me, he's not. <laughs> no, none of my coworkers listen to this show. Uh, last week's show, uh, one of my coworkers, it actually would have been very helpful for her, and she still didn't listen to it. What? Yeah, Casey's trying to buy a new car, and I'm trying to help her, and I thought last week's show would come in handy. You know, I listened to last week's show. It was it was pretty good. We sound like we know. We sound like we know what we're doing. I know, right? Kinda. Yeah, like one out of five shows, man. We nail it. <laughs> like, uh, like it's almost like ninety percent. That's which is a B. But you know what I'm saying? Hey, man. It's, C- it's a good B. C's get degrees. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I am so glad you're not a guidance counselor, professor. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, you're stupid, but you know what? You're gonna do just fine. Everybody's D- dumb now. D's get you through the door. <laughs> oh me no comment <laughs> but but you know and that's the big thing now is this makes me feel old though because i've had so i posted a little teaser on, on instagram and facebook about this truck you know and i've already kind of gave it the nickname the black sheep because in my fleet of gm vehicles this one ford sticks out like a turd in a punch bowl but and it kind of looks like a turd right now. But you know what I'm saying. The uh, It's like people are like, oh, my God, look at that classic Ford truck. I when I think classic Ford truck, I think of like a 50 Ford truck or a 56 Ford truck. Or maybe even a 67 Ford truck or 68, not a 93 one. Well, it's like you and I were talking about the other day on the phone. Um, I was telling you about this awesome 94, 95 Lightning that I tried to buy, get my dad to buy me when I was in high school. And you said, uh, you know, I mean, this was a year-old truck. Yeah. And uh, you're like, where was that? And I told you, and he was like, yeah, that was my dad's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, that's 
I mean, it just makes you feel old. Like, I remember when these things were new. Yeah. And and it's like, well, I don't know. 93 was a long time ago. <laughs> Not to, come on, come you older than I am. I want to hear it. And that was a long time ago. I just can't, I can't handle it. Like, it don't feel like it was that long ago. It don't feel like it, but if you go back and. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's a classic. I just, it makes me feel old. Well, you can get an antique tag for it. You can put an antique tag on it. You can do that. But, you know, this is the thing that's crazy about this, is these things are really getting on the money. And it's not just hype. OBS trucks, I'd almost make that hype. But now, you know, I joked about C4 Corvettes for so long. You can't touch a decent C4 Corvette for less than five grand now. No. Used yeah. to, you could buy the nicest one in the country for five grand. You can haul someone. You can haul one out of someone's backyard for twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, not that was a four hundred dollar car two years ago. Now, right. it's insane what these nineties cars are bringing. These and eighties cars, we've already seen them jump up. We've talked yeah. about those, but the nineties cars, and I'm talking about, you know, it's not just your lightnings. You're starting to see the cyclones popping up, the little typhoons. You see a few of yeah. them popping around. I tell you another thing. Like I said, the 454. I saw the coolest thing ever. I was actually, when I was looking on Craigslist, they had a 454 SS truck for $8,500. It looked clean. I clicked. This is a good one. It's a 454 SS clone. Jeez. It's what a three, 350 it's, truck with 454 SS. Decals. On, De- decals. On, on the back. But this is the thing. They're using the terminology. It's a clone truck. Yeah, it's not a clone. <laughs> that is not a clone. It's just fake. How about that? That's false advertisement. Stickers Straight on. up fake. Speaking of advertisement, guys, we got to cut loose for a commercial break. Stay tuned. We're talking about 90s classics right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours all right guys welcome back to hot rods and happy hour this is rob pitts in the studio as always we have hot rods and happy hours financial analyst the professor himself richard hoskins what's going on in honor of our discussion tonight about 90s vehicles uh figured we'd look up some of the coolest 90s party cities uh back in the days of raves and grunge so shout out to another one of rob's favorites Las Vegas, Nevada. I love that town. I'm I'm so looking forward to it. SEMA time's coming around. I actually met with a sponsor out there. They want to see out SEMA. And I was talking to him today. And we did a, a conference call today. And we we're talking about Vegas. And I can't mention some of the things we were talking about that happens in Vegas on the radio. But it's always a good time in Las Vegas. You know what I'm saying? It's an interesting time. I think that's the best way to describe it. It's a very interesting time. And there's a lot to see, a lot to take in in a short amount of time. So get your walking shoes on and get to get. Get your get your walking shoes on and get to getting. And then, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours Legal Counsel slash all around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? Kobe, you bought a campground. Yes, sir. I want to start calling you like Yogi Bear. <laughs> or what? What was what was the uh, what was the park ranger's name? Uh, Who was the park ranger? Like the Yogi Bear. Remember the, 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 the try to catch him stealing yeah, the picnic yeah, yeah. basket, stealing the picnic ranger basket. or something. Ranger. Dave? 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 Uh, maybe no. Dave. Dave. I don't, Might have been Tommy. <laughs> Ranger Steve. Whatever. 
You're Ranger Kobe. Eduardo. Eduardo. I don't think that one was it. Possibly. I don't think so. It's going to take a lot of work. It, you know what? Anything. But, you didn't see this lightning. I bought <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Lightning will be there I long before this. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty bad. You know, have you ever seen a lightning pulled out of the bottom of a lake? <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know how long it's going to take to get the fish smell out of those Recaro seats? <laughs> no. The, uh, yeah, that's that's the fun thing. I don't want to keep talking about it because we're messing around with their details out of it. This, this truck is epic, the story behind it. And I think that's why. Like, you know, the meth bus mini truck and things like that. That right there, this is better to me. Yes. This is this may even be better than the Camaro I sold. Well, let's not get crazy. <laughs> he said, that's just silly. But anyway, so we're talking about 90s classics. God, it feels dumb. I feel <laughs> like I'm hosting one of those Time Life CD things, CD collections. Yeah, listen to all your 90s classics like Belle Biv DeVoe. <laughs> And what color me bad. They're dancing to that in middle school. What is it? Uh, Do you know how many? What was that? CD? How many of your kids were made listening to this? What was that CD? Uh, you know, it always that series, um, like pop or something. You know what I'm talking about? Like you used to get it, and it used to have like oh, uh, had all the mixed songs on there, but it was like it's like the mixtape of CD. Yeah. Like you bought it at the store. Yes, yes. Yeah. Like wasn't it called like now? That's why I call music. There you go. Hey, yeah. hey. that's it. Millennial here. How's why it going? Why do you know that? I'm a millennial. Well, yeah, you yeah. weren't born, born yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you do know they still make them, right? No, I do not. Now yes. that's what I call what, music. Three hundred seventy-six. The, the series is like now. That's why I call it's music seventy-nine. I was gonna say it has to be like three thousand by now. <laughs> And most of those songs sucked. Like, you would have like two good songs out of like eighteen. Well, hell, that was a CD in the nineties in general. Well, that is true. True. All right. I mean, we who all, all, all okay? Speaking of the nineties, who all owned "Jagged Little Pill" by Alanis Morissette? I had it on tape. Okay. How many good songs were on that one? I don't know. I listened to it for like ten minutes. So exactly. Like, yeah, Exactly. Every CD in the 90s was just like that. There's only one CD in the 90s, in my opinion, that was remotely good all the way through. And it was a bass CD. So, so deaf, bass yep. all-stars. Yep. It came in that chartreuse green case. That was, if you had a system, every man in the South owned that CD. Apparently someone's never listened to an yep. Alice in Chains CD all the way through. <laughs> no, I haven't. You know why? Because my grandmother raised me in a Baptist church. That's why. <laughs> Thank you. They were all very good. Yeah. He said they're all good. I do like, I like, the, what's that, the man in the box? Yeah, man in the box. Dun, dun. All of it's great, man. That's not, even, that's not even close to one of their best songs. <laughs> you need to check them out. Mm. Mm. I don't know. My grandma's still alive. She, she, <laughs> I'm about to go confess my sins or something. I listen to Alice in Chains. Oh, Lord. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't want to tell I you. Th I, th I think my grandmother would be worried about that. But I'm going to sprout a nose ring or something. That'd be bad. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Richard could pull it off. I could see Richard with a nose ring. Never had a nose ring, but I have had some facial piercings in the past. You've had facial piercings? I had my eyebrow and my lip pierced. Really? I do remember that. I remember that. You were, you were, you were uh, young. Progressive. <laughs> That's the I was young and I liked grunge music <laughs> a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah! You actually look like a uh, like a like like the band member of Nirvana that got cut. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Kurt! 
band no, stupid don't, anyway. Don't say that about Kurt, please. <laughs> but anyway, so we're talking about '90s classics and not music. You tell, I tell you another '90s classic, and, and the professor was talking about this. And this is not a strong suit for me. Import cars. The JDM market has went insane. It has. Japanese cars today. A 97 Supra on Bring a Trailer um, with 70,000 miles on it, which, you know, I mean, low miles for a 97, but not for a collector car, and had like some mild modifications. Sold for $87,500. $87,000 for a Supra. That was 70,000 miles. I mean, there's a couple of 5,000 miles that have gone for like 150 recently. Mind blown. How about the the, the, the Acura Integra that brought yep. all the all the money at Bear Jacksonville? Forty eight thousand. Forty eight. Yeah. Yeah. It was forty eight thousand. It was a low mile car. Yeah. It but was. okay, when I see Acura Integras and every and there's some bad ones. It's Don't not get an Acura Integra though. It's an Acura Integra Type R. There's there's a difference. Yeah. There's there an was, R on there. There was just a. Um, there's an R on it. <laughs> A Integra. Sky, a Skyline. Integra. Integra. A Skyline went on there for, it was a kind of low mile Skyline, went for like 85 the other day. But, you know, like, th- those are like the Japanese supercars. So I can kind of see that a little bit. But, and a Supra was a performance car, don't get me wrong. But it was, when they were new, they weren't that hot. I mean, you've seen some. They were expensive. They were expensive. But they weren't that popular. I mean, you've seen some, but not a lot. What happened in the 90s is the Japanese, quote-unquote, supercars, the Zs, the RX-7s, the Supras, the Japanese yen in the 90s was not doing well. So in order to sell in America, the prices on these cars got outrageous. They went like a 300ZX Turbo um, in the early 90s was in the low 30s. Well, by 96, they were $46,000, $47,000 for the same car. But it's just because of the ratio to the dollar to the yen, it, they just got outpriced. I mean, you, they didn't sell. Well, you know, we're going to catch back up on this because we've got to take a commercial break. But that plays a big factor in these things, a huge factor. Yeah, I mean, these cars because are we're going to talk about some JDM cars that aren't hitting on anything that were made at the same time that were competitive cars with these cars near. Yeah. Guys, stay tuned. we got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour headed your way. Right here on 106.3 WORD. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. Rob Pitts in the studio. As always, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours financial analyst slash Japanese domestic market vehicle guru, the professor himself. Well, we're, we're not actually, we're not, never mind. All right, in honor of the last segment where Rob is insulting my musical taste, shout out to Seattle, Washington. I like some Nirvana songs, but the only reason I like them is because the the singer for Foo Fighters was the drummer. I'm still thinking about Allison Chance. Oh. 
And then, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours Legal Counsel slash All Around Cool Car Guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? So, we're talking about this JDM market. And this is one that's crazy. Now, you're talking about S2000s. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing money. Now, I remember when S2000s, they were the hot ticket. Like, when they first came out, they were red hot, then they dropped. Yeah. Um, and to clarify, we're not actually talking about JDM. We're not talking about Japanese domestic market vehicles because they're actually not worth anything here. Um, but just Japanese cars from the 90s, um, Japanese imports. But, uh, yeah, the S2000s, uh, again, I'm, I'm not a huge fan. Uh, they're cool little cars. You know, if one of my buddies had one, I'd like to drive it. But uh, the old people that put them away and just use them occasionally and are, they're selling them now, I don't blame them. I mean, they're bringing just stupid, stupid money. I'll tell you one. Miatas. Mm-hmm. Even, the, like, the turd ones. Three, four grand. Yeah, a lot of people. And I mean, those cars were a joke. A lot of people are buying them up just to go taking their wives cruising up the mountains. The first ones were very slow. Um, they were great cars, however. They're, they're yeah, very they're unbelievably reliable. I don't, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to And for a out. Mazda, that's saying a lot. I know, right? I'm not going to rush out and buy a car with 116 horsepower, but, um, you know, I mean, it's a very special car. Um, it definitely. It was a game changer because it was like a modern roadster that had the spirit of all the old roadsters that leak oil all over the place and had Lucas Electronics. So, like, you could get that feel in something that works. So. And McGruber had one. Remember the the SNL guy? Yes. He had one with a tape deck that you pulled out the whole radio. I remember those. I, I had, had one, one of them. I had one of those Craig radios. I had one. It's like you pull a boombox out. I walking had, around the mall. I, I What's had up, that, girl? I had that Craig radio. What'd you think about this Alpine? <laughs> it wasn't Alpine. Uh, what was yeah. yours? Mine was Craig. Ooh. I, I remember those. I know exactly what Alpine you're talking about. Alpine never made one. Craig made one. Uh, I think Craig made one. Kenwood made one. And... <laughs> One other one made one. Yeah, it had a. It was massive. That thing weighed like twenty two pounds. Yeah, you're walking. What was the around. whole head unit? It was walking everything. around with the damn minus, car stereo minus the plug. Head. Yeah, this was this is before detachable face. <laughs> yep. And, and what do you do with it when you take it out? You know what I mean? Like you carry, you carry it. You don't stick it in your pocket. You know, you what stick I mean? it in your girl's purse. Maybe. <laughs> uh, no, you carry it around and think you're cool. I mean, yeah, you're it's like, like you're, it's like carrying the hammer for your Dayton's around with you or something. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like, a detachable face is aggravating enough. Carrying a complete head unit with you. Yeah. I hate carrying a set of keys. I'm with you. I hate and now I've got to carry. Just think, whoever came up with that idea of the removable head unit, just think of how mad they were when that dude was like, hey, I got another idea. Detachable face. Oh. And, you know, the thing is, was people really still in tape decks? That, was it that big of an epidemic? Do we need to do this? I don't know. <laughs> I've never, and I mean, I kind of grew up in that stage, so I ain't saying I was dead around it, but I was around it. I never heard of it. Man, somebody jacked my tape player. Mine was in a Jeep, so I took mine out all the time. Well, yeah, that's a little different. Um, I never had anything stolen, but I did get a new system in high school for my car, and I sold my old system to Alan Epps that we went to high school with. And I installed it for him. Um, I did it for a pair of new Ray-Bans. Um, and he had that system in his car for like a weekend. And he took it to the bowling alley and everything got stolen. Everything. Really? 
every single piece of it. Mm. Two subs, box, amp, speakers inside. All right. So speaking of, speaking of the Japanese cars that are getting red hot, I've got one for you. That's not a performance car, even remotely. Which I'm not really saying Miata's a performance car either, but they do race them. That's a performance car. It's not a fast car. It's a performance car. <laughs> it's a performance car. Suzuki Samurais. <laughs> That's a performance vehicle of sorts. 35 horsepower. But you know what, though? Go find one now. I've had one. I've had two of them, actually. I've had several over the years. I love my but little Samurais. The, I remember when those were five seven hundred dollar vehicles. Now nice ones six seven eight thousand dollars. You know where you can find one? Where? Bring a trailer. What are they going for? About seven. It depends because it's an international site, so a lot of them will be like the ones that didn't come here that were like diesel powered. And well, stuff. they actually had two stroke ones too. Yeah, yeah, they, that's insane. They powered them with damn near anything because I mean <laughs> it's the simplest vehicle. This one runs off bleached walnut shells. What? <laughs> Steam power. I've got a steam powered samurai. And chuck some wood into the furnace. But yeah, there's a market for them. And again, that's a car that was a throwaway car when it was new. So it's not like you're going to see very many nice ones. How about the Yugos? Where are they coming up at? They come up, man. And there's a following for those. There's a guy that collects those things on Vinwiki. Really? Yeah, the guy collects Yugos. Yeah. The fat dude with the long hair. Yeah. Yeah, um, Easy Dr. on the fat Muir dude came. thing. He's a listener. <laughs> what? Easy on the fat dude thing. He's a listener. <laughs> the robust, <laughs> the robust the gentleman, husky fella. the husky gentleman. <laughs> that had, he was sick. He had food poisoning when Doug Demura came and drove it. <laughs> he got sick. Oh, I don't think it was the food. It was probably the Yugoslavian car. Yeah, it was probably the exhaust fumes. Uh, I remember when the Yugos hit the market. I remember we our local dealership was the Brockman Chrysler Plymouth mm-hmm. Yugo. Yeah. And they had, you could buy one, get one free. Yep, yeah. yep. If you bought a top-of-the-line one, they'll say you a bottom-of-the-line one for free. And if you bought, like, a normal car, you'd get a Yugo. Yes. Yeah, like, just take it. Yeah, here. Please. My, do you want do you want this removable CD player or tape deck or you go? My uh, give me the Craig. Yeah, take the tape deck. <laughs> my, my aunt actually, still running. My aunt actually got a Yugo. She gave it to one of her friends because she bought a Pontiac six thousand LE and they gave her a Yugo and she gave it to a friend. You ever seen the emblem on the back of a Pontiac six thousand LE? All the time. All right, so you see that emblem. I actually had sold a car one time to a guy, and he said, what do you got? I said, I got a Pontiac Ghoulie. <laughs> and I said, excuse me? He said, a Ghoulie. A Ghoulie. A pon- it says it right on the back. So I walked out there and looked. It's a 6,000 LE. Oh. Uh, and then after he said that, it kind of, I mean, I can see it a little bit. I, I hope you got that thing cheap. <laughs> it's a Ghoulie. But, you goes. Which they made those into, what, 93? No, 89 or 90. Really? Maybe 91. Um, they made convertibles, man. What? what? They did. You've never, never seen s- a Yugo convertible? No. no. I've never seen a Yugo the, convertible. They had the top-of-the-line model. It's called like the GTV or something, and you could get a convertible one. Really? Yeah, hang on. <laughs> a Yugo with even less metal in it. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, fortunately, less weight to pull around, probably, because I don't think they did a whole lot of uh, extra bracing to compensate. <laughs> the doors don't shut, but it's okay. It was the Yugo. 
something convertible. I'm, I'm well, they had like a what, a GLX or something, or a, they had a GV I'm, was the standard. I know that. I'm googling it right now. There you go. Wow, I did not know that was even a thing. That was a cool looking Yugo. Wow, they made a Yugo phone too. A Boy, Yugo what? what? Phone. <laughs> you oh my lord, that's a telephone. <laughs> What an ugly little car that is. <laughs> they are. They remind you of like oh. a, a squished up little rabbit. I love that it's sitting next to a 65 Cadillac in the picture. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's a classic. It's the same size as the door. They do make it <laughs> There's probably more metal in the armrest of that Cadillac than there is in the Yugo. GVX, that's what it was called. The GV was the yep. base one, and then the quote-unquote sport one was a GVX. Yep. But they kind of do, re- kind of in a way, resemble like a, a little rabbit. They're Fiats is what they are. They're really? old model Fiats that the Yugoslavian government bought the rights to and started making crappier versions of them. Really? But yeah, everything about a Yugo is a Fiat. I did not know that. Yeah. Someone on here made a six-wheel one. A six-wheel? That's got to be a Photoshop. I don't know. <laughs> can't be real is there no way it could pull <laughs> no they only had like what a five horse brig and stratton in them or something i don't think they were quite that good and their front wheel drive also <laughs> <laughs> oh me i tell you what though we got a lot of cool cars from the 90s that are actually on the way yeah. up yeah let's start yeah. talking about those again yeah. yeah let's talk about the good ones you want to i gotta tell you what guys we're talking about 90s classic cars right here on hot rods and happy hour right here on 1063 word why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. This is Rob Pitts in the studio. As always, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours financial analyst slash you-go-loving guru. Hey. The professor himself, Richard Hoskins. That wasn't necessary. Shout out to our homies in the bustling city of Rock Mart, Georgia. So we're near Alpharetta. Yeah. Mike Melody's down there. And then we got Hot Rods and Happy Hours legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? 90s classics. And I heard one got brought up on all the break. The Taurus SHO. Super high output. The first ones with the five-speed, I liked. They were fun, dude. They They were were the sound. Remember old uh, Robert's son at Owls? Yeah, yeah. He had a green one. Yeah. I Uh, thought he had a white one. Chris. He might have. He had a few of them. I know he had a green one because when I worked for him, I drove it many times. But I love those things. Yeah, man. They're cool. You talk about a sleeper because at a glance. It's a Taurus. It's a Taurus. I remember in 94, I was driving Joe Repair's Black 91. It was five-speed. They were all five-speeds up until 90. Three and then in '94 they brought the automatic. But I was driving uh, Joe's '91. Uh, we were in '94. Yeah, we were about 16, 17. I was going to pick up beer, going back to his house, and a brand new SN95 Mustang GT pulled up beside me, and I pulled him in it. And at that moment, I said, "This car is cool." I'm with you. 
a good friend of mine, Pat Baker, he, uh, his mom bought one and I had my 89 GT and I always thought I was bad. He come up beside me on that thing and he, he pulled the crap out of me. I said, what in the world? Yeah. These things were no joke. They were fast. Back in the day, they were down for about anything. And how are they going on value? They're, they're starting to climb, aren't they? You know, there were people, they were not cheap cars, and there were people that did buy them not as their everyday driver, and they're out there with, you know, good miles that have been cared for. Those ones are coming up, um, especially the five-speed cars. They're bringing, you know, for a great one, 7500 to 10000 which, you know, I mean, you used to be able to pick them up all day for a couple thousand, but they're just not, you know, there's only so many of them that are still out there. Well, you know, and that's the thing. They didn't make a lot of them. No. I tell you, I've got a funny Taurus SHO story. So back when I was flipping cars all the time, I used to go to Whitey's Auto Auction, which is a little <laughs> hole in the wall, open to the public auction. And I won't fail on a little secret. Most auctions that are open to the public are usually not the nicest cars in the world going through there. I'll just go ahead and tell you that. You mean those aren't the new car dealerships uh, taking their cars? Well, out? you know what? Some did, but it wasn't the cars that... It was the car they didn't the, want to take anywhere else. It wasn't the Crindle of Crim. It wasn't exactly Mannheim. <laughs> not, not even close. Um, more like the steamroller, you know? <laughs> but there was, this, there was this one car lot up in North Carolina that ran all their trades through. And I don't know what part of North Carolina it was, but apparently the part that's near, like, upstate New York. Because they had the <laughs> rustiest cars I've ever seen in my life. But they had this – it was one of the first SHOs. It was kind of like that grayish – yeah, like color. a pewter color. Yeah, yeah no, I was talking about. And this thing, literally, they just left it there at the auction, and they were trying to sell it. And I don't know how much they wanted for it, but it would never bring it. So they would run it through every night. It was the last car that came through the auction. That car came through the auction every day, every Tuesday and Thursday night for a year straight. And not a soul would bid more than $200 for it. And the auctioneer said, listen, the car has drug itself through here 200 times at this point. It can't be that bad. <laughs> and like he told me, who'd give me $200 for it? And he goes, somebody bid on it. He goes, yeah, I can't take that, bud. All right, moving on through. And that car was still there when I quit going to that auction. Oh, that's a shame. I rode, I rode by there the other day. I think it's still, <laughs> it's still probably It's probably grown into the ground. It's, that's what they got their sign posted on now. It's painted on the side out there by the road. What about the Thunderbirds? The turbo coupes, turbo coupes are coming up again. Same thing, not cheap cars, and kind of a gentleman's hot rod. So a lot of older guys bought them, you know, like middle-aged guys, and uh, you know, kind of put them away and just drove them as fun cars. And they're coming out, and they're bringing, you know, I think a, there was a black eighty-seven or eighty-eight five-speed, and that's a big thing being a five-speed because um, they had a lot more power in the automatics. Um, there was a good one that came through. I think it went for like fifteen or something. Uh, you know, they're, they're again, five-speed makes a big, 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 big difference. Now, somewhere in the 90s, I'm not 100% sure, but didn't Lincoln make something similar to, like, the uh, Turbo Coupe, but it was the Lincoln version, like an MX something or something? Yeah, like the Mark 7 that and the Mark 8. That might have been what The Mark 8 essentially had a 4.6 Cobra motor. The Mark 7, I think, are beautiful cars. Uh, They're fast. Well, they were 5-liter Mustang engines. Yeah. And that's like the Mercury... Uh, Cougar. 
not the cougar, the um man, it starts with an M. Uh Damn, the Marauder? Marauder? Marauder. Marauder, yeah. That was in 2003 and 2004 that they brought that back. And yeah. it was the same. It was yeah. a four-valve Cobra motor yeah. and a Panther platform. Yeah, them things were quick. They I know it cool. was a little bit farther out of the day. It was, but. but I think they will come because they're very underappreciated. And another, you know, another example of a car that a lot of old people bought and just took really good care of. Um, so I think that's one that will come up. It will. Um I think the Panther platform cars in general are going to do well. Yeah, exactly. Rear, rear, V8, rear-wheel drive. Full frame. Yeah. That was that was like the last of the real cars. It was. It was. Yeah, I mean, really, truthfully, cars. you know, Chevrolet's done away with their full-frame platform in, you know, about the same time. 96. Yeah. And then, then Ford, what, 2011? 11, yeah. And so these that's what makes these collectible. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's not so much the grandma thing, but it's... This this is going to be the big Cadillac right. that we look at today. Yeah, is for the future, well, and that's made, why they're going up in value. They made thirty million of them, but you know, five hundred yeah, of them don't, don't count. Five hundred of them are going to survive in good condition. My aunt's got one, and I, she's got a two thousand eleven Platinum Edition with forty three thousand miles, and she's talking about trading it in and getting something smaller. I told my dad, do not let her trade that car in. <laughs> no, get that car. <laughs> yeah, we will give her whatever trade-in is for it. Uh, th- I'll put the Murata outside, man. I'll bury <laughs> it in the back or something. Bury it in the back. Yeah, right. that one gets a space in the driveway. I'll tell you what. Could you imagine telling your buddies about this? Yeah, man, I got a Crown Vic and a Murata. They're like, man, they come over to your house. They're like, no, you don't. You got a, you got a, you got a. Uh... <laughs> the Murata's in the woods. <laughs> It's it's over the hill. <laughs> tell you what, the damn thing breaks again. It's going over the hill. <laughs> it's going in the creek. <laughs> oh man, I love it. But these cars are what's going to be collectible, though. And they're, that's they're staples. I think the big body cars. Myself, I think the big body cars are. But I tell you something else, though. You say that the bubble Chevys, the Impala SSs, unless it's extremely low miles. They're not hitting on a lot. They'll pick up. They'll pick up. But you know what? They've been saying that for 10 years. I know. I don't, but they're not that old. They're, and they're cool cars. They're yeah, they're awesome cool. cars. But they are but they just haven't picked up. I mean, you see some that are like uber low miles, but they're just not hitting on a whole lot. The SSs will pick up. It's kind of like ZR1 Corvettes. They haven't taken off either, but they will. Now, that's another thing, is the early ZR1s with the LT5. Those cars... They're phenomenal. They were ahead of their time. Now, granted, high mileage, that's a time bomb. Yeah. But there aren't... No, actually, the motors are indestructible. The rest of it's a C4 Corvette, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Are you you saying a C4 Corvette's not a reliable car? What, Richard? When the brake lights don't work, the dash don't work. No, no, ain't brake lights. Usually the dash... Well, with 90, though, they fixed that problem. They went away from the full... Did 90 was... yeah. The, when it went to the just the yeah, one the center little round yeah. oval thing yeah, yeah the the cockpit style dash but but yeah those cars the ZR ones and right now you can buy them for a song you really can get the nicest one in the country for twenty grand yeah and 20. they're all the nicest one in the country because everybody they put them put away yeah, they're like seventy eight <laughs> pace Corvettes nobody drove one I would pay more for a hundred thousand mile one just because you have it I'll tell you what else we got to take. We got to take a commercial break. Guys, stay tuned. We're talking about classics from the 90s right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.